Oh no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's horrendous. <laughs> what the fuck is no, that? That was horrible. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. And if you wanna watch this episode completely ad-free with no sponsorship, completely uncensored, click the join button down below to become a member and support this channel. Anyway. Hello, Court Reezy. Hello. Or should I say Courtney? Is there a, do you prefer a Reezy in You there? can just say Courtney. So you have almost 4 million subscribers. Yeah. Is that, a, does that seem, you were like, yeah. No, it's like, like no, oh, every shit. time someone says it, I'm just like shocked. Like, yeah, <laughs> Like I you am. forget, like you yeah. forget you have that many? Cause you started as more so just like creating stuff for fun. You didn't yeah. expect to get It was big. literally just for fun. So you're known for making reaction type content. Yeah. Your most popular video was, with 13 million views, yeah. is rating TikTokers N-word apology videos because I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that video went so viral? Honestly, I think it's because I made it during the pandemic. Yeah. TikTok was like really, really huge. I mean, it's still huge, but like it was blowing up during the pandemic. And I think everyone was saying the N-word. I don't everyone know Everyone was saying it? Okay, not everyone. <laughs> not everyone, but for Every some reason. Every single person was just no. saying it all of a sudden. <laughs> no, but it's just like, you know how TikTok was blowing up? Yeah. A lot of TikTok creators, for some reason, were getting exposed for saying the N-word. And it's like, I'm black. Might as well just rate it. So you started blowing up three years ago. Mm-hmm. And was that with that video with the, yeah. the TikTok? That's so, what, yeah. So what was it like, you know, seeing that your YouTube channel is going from just something casual to something that you could potentially have a more full-time career in? It was unreal. Like I, it's so crazy to think about because I did not expect it at all. Because before that blow up moment, I was just trying any type of video. Like I just told myself like, okay, this is the only time, because obviously it was the pandemic. Mm. This is the only time I've been at home just like, free to do whatever I want. Like I need to be posting videos. And so that's all I was doing. And so when it happened, it was just so crazy. Like I was just calling my friend like every 20 minutes, honestly saying like, oh my God, like I've gained 30,000 subscribers. Like what's going on? Like it was just so scary because I had never grown or I've never gained that many subscribers in a time period ever. And I still remember there was a time um, I showed my parents, I think I made $4,000 on AdSense. <laughs> Nice. That was such a huge moment because I was yeah. like, what the hell? Like, I can make $4,000 off of like this? Like, okay, imagine if I post more videos. Imagine if I, like, I was just thinking about the future a lot. Yeah, so you said it was scary. It was scary because I was scared of losing that momentum. And I was mm. scared that like people were only subscribing to me for the video that blew up and not mm -hmm. because of me. Even when I was posting other videos that weren't related to the series that blew up, I would still be scared, like, uh, they're just watching it right now because, I, I don't know, I would just like make up reasons as to why people are watching me and it's not because of me, you know? Mm. And so I think I was very insecure in my position on YouTube. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, for sure. Feeling like you didn't deserve your place and that yeah. at any moment people were gonna recognize that and... Yeah, exactly. Like I thought people, apart. I don't know, for some reason I thought that people accidentally hit subscribe. No, <laughs> accidentally so hit crazy. subscribe and no. actually clicked <laughs> yes, I'm sure. No, it sounds crazy saying it out loud, but like I genuinely felt like that. I was just like, they hit subscribe, but like they're not really gonna watch me in a couple months. You do cover some pretty heavy topics, some kind of dark topics like uh, water talk. <laughs> Yes. Which is the uh, <laughs> the phenomenon on TikTok of mm -hmm. people mixing uh, a bunch of different types of things into their water. And they're yeah. like, wow, this water, which is now black, 
tastes amazing. Amazing. It's, and it's, it's still like, considered water. Yeah, it's still water, even though I mix 7,000 yeah. ingredients in it. We have a few uh, types of water that we wanted what? to try. We just want to try a few types okay. of water, you okay, know? Cool. So in the video, you didn't try any yourself, and I yeah. thought this would be a great opportunity to see, like, maybe there was something that you were missing. Maybe it's actually amazing. Okay, right? wait, okay, All right, perfect, so perfect. Uh, let's see, let's... <laughs> Let's start with uh, this orange one here, okay. which I believe has less ingredients in it. Okay. Uh, I'd love to take a sip and we will... Yeah, actually, what are we doing here, Nikki? So you are guessing what flavor it is mm. and then guessing what is in it. Okay. 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 I can do this, yes. Okay. And we can rate it from one to 10. Sure, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to potentially poisoning our bodies and having to get our stomachs pumped. Yes, period. Okay. Oh, that is very sweet. That is very sweet. That's this just, is juice. That just tastes like Kool-Aid. <laughs> like, actually. Mm, wait. I kind of liked it, but it's kind of a lot. Yeah, I think it's the aftertaste. It's like lingering it on my lingers. tongue. I think it's like a fake sugar or yeah. something. That's just like weird. I would rate it personally mm -hmm. um, a six. Oh, you're kind of leaning toward the better side of it. I was going four. Oh, yeah. okay. Wait, okay, what? Okay, strawberry. Okay, strawberry. What is this? What cherry is, is cherry Kool-Aid. Okay, so I said it tasted like Kool-Aid. Okay, yeah, you did say that. Yeah. So, okay, so cherry, oh, strawberry, sugar -free watermelon. Sugar-free vanilla syrup, too. This oh. is tiger's blood. Tiger's blood? This is tiger's blood. Is that what you named tiger's it? Tiger's blood. That is the official name of this. This Wait, you looked up the recipe? No, I yeah. definitely saw that recipe when I was <laughs> This is a real recipe? Yes. Tiger's, tiger's blood. blood. Mm. Ooh. Mm, yeah, definitely a six. I think you want to go down now. You want to lower it? Like a five. Like the more that you drink it, the worse yeah. it tastes? Because <laughs> it's like, I would never drink this for like a long period of time. No, now that I know this is, has an official name and it's an official recipe, I'm going Tiger's even lower blood. too. This is a three. <laughs> this is shit. The next one is an original. An oh. original? Do you have a name for the next one? I do, but you have to guess it. Okay. okay. This, this is what is. I was talking about, where it's you've mixed so many things into mm -hmm. it, it's almost just a pitch black. Basically. Yeah. Cheers again Cheers. to uh, a potential death on camera. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's horrendous. <laughs> what the fuck is no, that? that was horrible. What the fuck is that? It's actually worse than juice. I don't know what kind of... <laughs> This is the most is concentrated that? drink I've ever had in my life. There are six different ingredients six? in this one. There was a lot more used. We have two potential names that we're thinking about it. Uh, I'm tearing up. Death. One death. is... <laughs> death in a cup? We're thinking of either a purple flavor. Purple? Okay, or yeah. we're thinking of calling it gay drink. Gay okay. drink? Just because it's all of the rainbow. Oh, okay. all of the rainbow together makes whatever <laughs> color this is. This almost is purple. crazy. Are y'all ready to see the flavors? <laughs> that is intense. Wait, what would you rate that drink? Oh my God, absolute zero. Zero, I, yeah. I don't know if there's any. Negative 10. Negative 10. So we were right on the grape flavor. We have Skittles <sighs> grape. We have Skittles Neo. Uh, Wicked blue citrus. Oh, we have okay. caramel syrup. We okay. have pure sparkling water. We have green grape liquid IV. You have too much. <laughs> it's like too much. And we have blueberry raspberry crystal light. What the fuck? No. No, this is too much. I, at this point, I feel like I need water to just uh, wash down. You need water down. to wash down the water. Yes, exactly. So if y'all uh, want to, y'all can make your own water here. Oh. 
So we have a full oh. thing. You have, you have food coloring, Mr. Beast chocolate, you have bubble gum? Yeah, we have Chappies, great bubble gum. What is chocolate on there? We've got Mr. Beast D's nuts. So no. just feel free. Um, I'll just give Dear this to you. God, <laughs> what? I feel like green apple would definitely be a hit. All right, so let's Maybe see. Maybe the strawberry. So make one for yourself okay. and then actually make make two so that I could try yours too. Okay. Okay, okay. I think I'm just gonna keep it Keep it real and just mix two things. Okay. I would still technically call mine water at this point. Really? I don't think it's crossed the threshold yet. Okay, that's how I feel too, actually. Yeah. Once you add the syrups and stuff, I feel like that's when you're changing the composition. You know what? I'm done. I'm perfect. It's exactly as it is. Wait, I'm good. Wait, this is kind of good. <laughs> yeah, uh, wait. into it? Yeah. I now present to you Orange Dream. Uh, <laughs> you gotta feel it. You gotta um, feel it. The you, you know come from within your soul. Um, a brownish mixture that tastes good. Brownish mixture that tastes good. Yeah, wow, that sounds really good. <laughs> really good. Here, try my orange okay. dream. Let me see. All right. Oh, okay. This is Ooh, good. I'm into this. It just tastes yeah. like Skittles. It tastes yeah. like you put Skittles in water and you let it kind L of permeate. Literally. I'd say this is this is a this is a solid five. Right, okay. right down the middle. I would rate this a six. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not horrible, mm. but it's not great. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Okay. I think we did a pretty good job. Yeah. Nice. It feels like you have a lot of confidence on camera. Did you always have that kind of confidence? Because you grew up watching YouTube where you yeah. like, I got it. I've watched enough. I'm in. Mm, no, not at all. No. <laughs> like literally my first YouTube videos, I'm whispering in the camera. Like you cannot, I mean, you can hear me, but it's just like, and I even sound different. Like, mm. I don't know. I, I feel like I was putting on a voice. Actually, even uh, when I watched your most popular video, which was released three years ago, I felt like there was a little bit of a different yeah. tone. Is, what Do you think that you've just become more comfortable? I think, on yeah, I think I've just become more natural and like comfortable. Because yeah. even then, it's like I'm still working on like, okay, what's my style? Like, what do I like yeah. making on YouTube? Um, and yeah, and also I feel like maybe as you get older, your voice changes. I'm I mean, not sure. Yeah, legit. Yeah. Legit. But also I think sometimes it's like, oh, I've watched a lot of YouTubers. This is how a YouTuber sounds. Okay, right, yeah. You know? Because in my in that video, the rating TikTokers and word apologies, I think I sound really like, hi, like, mm. oh, hi guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, a little bit yeah. more like the excited tone. Mm -hmm. I've been through every era of YouTube and there's always been some kind of <clears throat> YouTuber voice. Yeah. I think right now it it's like a combination of either the Mr. Beast style where it's like, la like a lot of that. <laughs> and then there is another side to YouTube though where it is becoming a lot more like, calm. just be natural, just yeah. be calm, just be yeah. yourself. And I think that's kind of what I'm going for. Like I just wanna turn on the camera and just start talking and I don't know. Do you think that when you were making those first videos, you were more in your head, like thinking about yeah. the way that you were being perceived? Yeah, I definitely was for sure. Cause like even when I made that video, I'm like thinking, okay, like not like planning what I'm gonna say, but I kind of had an idea of how I wanted the video to go about, um, the energy that I wanted to give in the video and stuff, and I think it was a lot more thinking than I do now. I've realized the videos that I put the least effort into <laughs> perform the best for some reason, so, mm, yeah. It's like people want that natural off-the-cuff kind exactly. of... Exactly, yeah. ...persona. And then I think the worst feeling is when you put so much effort into planning a video and it doesn't do well. Yeah, the more that you stress out about the creation of it, the more you stress out about it being 
successful exactly. or living up to your expectations. Mm -hmm. When I posted on the community tab that I was going to be interviewing you, a bunch of people started asking questions. And one thing that came up a lot was the question of how did your roots affect your comedy? How did your childhood, where you came from, your culture? I mean, okay, so I'm Nigerian. Mm. And I mean, I would like to say that Nigerians are very funny people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing maybe that naturally made me who I am. Um, and I think also in my videos, sometimes I'll throw in like a Nigerian accent here and there. Mm. People really love that. So um, yeah, I guess that plays a part mm -hmm. a little bit, yeah. And so were your parents always encouraging of you growing up to be someone on camera? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, um, my parents, you know, they came here before I was born. I was born in this country, but, um, you know, it was they're not used to social media at all. Like they don't even know what a YouTube, they didn't know what a YouTuber was until I started to do YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, like the goal was for me to go to medical school. And um, I mean, for a lot of Nigerian parents, their goal is for their kids to come here, become you know, a doctor, a lawyer, or engineer. And it was really, really sad when I decided like I was not gonna go down that route. But like, I mean, like it they had out. a moment? Yeah. <laughs> like, they had to yeah. mourn the. No, they the really idea. did have to mourn the idea because it was a big thing, like in my family. Um, especially when I decided, yeah, I didn't wanna do medical school. And they're like, okay, so what's next? <laughs> so when, when you were a kid, were they like, you're gonna grow up to be. A doctor, a yeah. A doctor? Yeah. And, is and that then, I mean, also, like, growing up, I thought I wanted to be a doctor as well until I got into college and I realized, like, I just can't do this. Like, especially, like, you know, since I was pre-med, I'm dealing with other people that are in the same track. And so, like, the conversations that we would have, it's just, like, it was always exhausting to hear from me. But to them, it's like, oh, my God, it's so exciting. And my brother ended up, he's in medical school right now. And so, like, even the things he was doing while we were in college, it was just completely different from how I was like behaving and how I was feeling. Um, like I'd meet people and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna be doing this in the summer. Like I'm studying for the MCAT, I'm doing, it's like, girl, I haven't even started. I don't mm. even, like, it's just not even on my mind. And so, um, yeah, when I told them, it honestly, it was a hard conversation, but like the moment it happened and like the, the moment they accepted it as like the truth and reality, the weight was lifted off my shoulders. Like, yeah. and people always say that, like, oh, there's a weight lifted. Like, it actually felt like, you know, there was a weight lifted off of me. And it was your parents accepting that you were not gonna be who they hoped you would grow yeah. up to be? Yeah, I mean, but then also after that, it was like, okay, let's do nursing. Yeah. And so then I started doing the prep for that, like taking the exams, the entrance exams. And um, during that time, like the summer, when I blew up on YouTube. So mm. it kind of worked out perfectly. I spent like an entire day like trying to convince my dad like, yeah, YouTube can really like be a thing. Like, Was he super against it the whole time? Yeah, he was super against How it. Like my mom was kind of like on the fence. Like she, I don't know. It depended on the day that I spoke to her. Like some days it's like, oh yeah, I, super, I support it. And then one day I'll talk to her and it's like, mm, no, you should do nursing, you know? Mm. And so I knew my dad was the person I had to convince. And so I think it was the day that we were going out to go and get like my nursing uniforms, um, my books, everything. I spent the whole entire day just telling him like, look, like I've been able to like accumulate 300,000 subscribers in a month. Like think about how much I could do. Like if I, you know, if I really put my all into it and I was just spending the whole day, I think I even cried that day. I started YouTube when I was, I think a freshman in high school. And so I think when I would be making videos and stuff, it would really trigger them because it's like, you should be studying or like yeah. doing something else. Mm -hmm. And so I was making videos and- Like in secret? Like yeah. were you 
make like how would you make sure they at wouldn't first hear it you? wasn't a secret because i was yeah. like who cares like let me make my video yeah but then it was like okay like it's affecting your studies like you should focus on school mm. so he's like you cannot make videos under my house or under my roof and i was like sir you know you don't even know my youtube channel name <laughs> so you don't even know if i'm posting videos or not so i just continue making videos it would just be like in secret mm-hmm. um, and I'll make videos with my friend and so she would like come over and my parents are thinking she's just coming over but she's bringing her lights mm-hmm. like we'll wait till my parents are in their room and she'll bring her lights upstairs and everything and we'll just film videos and like it worked I'm glad we continued doing it because if I stopped when my parents told me to stop like I would not be doing this today mm-hmm. so is that good advice that you have for all kids out there yeah keep on going <laughs> if your parents tell you to stop don't listen <laughs> Mm-hmm. How did you convince him? I don't know. I think he just saw the emotion. I don't know. Yeah. So the first day of nursing school, um, he called me into the room, like his room with my mom. And I was like, oh, I got them. Like, why would they be calling me into the room? Like, I just knew it. And so then I got in there like, you know what? We're going to trust you with your decision. And, you know, like, I'm going to give you a year to, like, really see where this goes. And like, if you don't want to do it, you could obvi- obviously go back to nursing school if you want to. And that was like the best news ever because from that moment, like obviously I've gotten to almost 4 million now. So yeah. it worked out. And like, honestly now, like they're my biggest fans. Mm. Like even when visitors come over to the house, like they'll play my videos. <laughs> I hate when they do that. I absolutely hate it. But it, I also like feel really appreciated and loved when they do it because it's like it went from them not really supporting it, not really knowing also mm. what being a YouTuber was to like bragging. By the way, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. Whether or not you're looking forward to the holidays, adding something new and positive can help counteract those feelings of unhappiness. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you tools to manage everything that's going on. I've been a huge proponent of therapy for a while now. I started going about six years ago, and it's helped me in almost every facet of my life. Whether you're dealing with anxiety or depression or the holiday blues, therapy has been a guiding light for me. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with the licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Padilla today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Padilla. Now back to the world of Cortrezi. Do you feel like you constantly have to prove to your parents that this was a good decision at this point now, since it Um, did take so much convincing? Not so much now. I think like in the beginning. So after I decided, okay, this is actually all I'm doing, I realized, okay, I actually have to put in the work. I have to upload videos. Like I can't just like, yeah, I had a blow up moment, but like I need to be able to, you know, be consistent and actually keep this following that I've gained, Mm -hmm. you know? Because even previous years, the reason I couldn't be consistent with YouTube was because of school. So this is the time where I have no school at all. I'm like not doing anything. Like why am I not uploading consistently? And why am I not continuing to gain a following? That's also a dangerous game too, to feel like the amount of work that you're doing is directly correlated to Mm -hmm. the amount of growth that you receive. I've reached dark periods of my life because I thought that the amount of work that I put in was directly correlated to the amount of growth that I was seeing. Do you feel like you correlate those two together? Um, Yeah, no, I definitely can see why like you would be, I guess, in a dark 
place mm. doing that because I've even felt, I don't know, like, I think there's, when it comes to uh, being a YouTuber and just being a content creator in general, like, there's so much that can happen. Like, you could literally fall off tomorrow. Like, it's just so much. And it's just really scary. You know, like, I also would feel that way. Like, if the more effort that I put into content and the videos that I post, like, I should be getting, like, some type of reward. But sometimes that's just not the case. It's really difficult when your metrics, your success, is seen through the lens of what the numbers are. And that is dictated by the YouTube algorithm and yeah. just what general audiences There's so much. See. It just sucks. Like, that's why I've just told myself, like, I cannot compare myself to other creators because it's never, like, a positive result. No. Ever. Like, what do they say? Comparison is the thief of joy? Yeah, thief of joy. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I've never compared myself to another creator and I was, like, happy in the end of it. Like, mm. I'm just always, like, sad. Like, I always think, like, dang, I should be doing more. I should be doing this. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not worth it. It's either I should be doing more if I want more, or mm -hmm. why are those other people doing less and they're getting exactly. more? Exactly. So, like, it's just too much. Like, I hate yeah. thinking about that. I'd say one thing that I've really learned is that staying in my own lane and focusing on creating what just feels right, what mm -hmm. makes me happy, what, ma what makes me excited, that's when I feel best because exactly. my success isn't correlated with the numbers as much as it is the experience of creating right. the thing and interacting with the audience and having that connection or whatever I set out to make yeah. rather than the results of that. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. So have you found yourself kind of going back and forth or where do you think you're at now? I think I'm definitely like in my own lane. Yeah. Um, and I think it was through experimentation because I thought I'd be like in the category of reacting content all the time like I like obviously that's what made me who I am like I was reacting to content but I did want to do more than just that like I want to do vlogs like I want to do um other things that are showing different parts of my personality and who I am and um that just required me to try different things so like I started doing even gaming videos mm -hmm. I have a vlog channel where I like post vlogs every week mm -hmm. every week Mm -hmm. Every <laughs> week when you remember? Yeah, when I remember. Mm -hmm. But um, by doing that, I realized, okay, people just like me for me. Like, I can't I can't keep comparing myself to other people. And honestly, when I compare myself to other people, it always stops me from posting as much as I could mm -hmm. because I'm always, like, in a state of thought. Like, I'm just thinking, mm -hmm. like, oh, man, I should do this. I should do that, you know? So you're spending your energy thinking rather than yes, doing. Yes, than doing, yeah. yeah. And so I realized, like, if I just focus on me, post the videos that I know my, my audience, wants to see like I'm good forever. Do you find it creatively fulfilling to make the content that you're making? Way more fulfilling yeah mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm able to just experiment try whatever I'm feeling like mm -hmm. that's it. When you dreamt of being a YouTuber when you were younger did you imagine this is what it would be like? Yes and no. I didn't think of the stress that would come with being a YouTuber like I didn't think about that I didn't think about the anxiety of like Feeling like I'm gonna fall off. Like literally anytime I think about being a YouTuber, I just like, ah, oh, life is gonna be so fun. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I thought about. And it's like, oh yeah, I can just like make videos all the time. Like that's easy. But I guess I forgot that I edit my own videos. I really don't know, but it was just all good thoughts. Do you think that you could ever get to a place where your YouTube career is the YouTube career that you dreamed of when you were younger? I hope so. Where it's just I, like, I post, I make stuff and I'm not worried and I post stuff and- I don't whatever. know because I feel like this is honestly my personality trait. Like, yeah. I think I just overthink stuff like all the time. And like, 
I know my YouTube career could be easier if I literally just get an editor and have them edit all the videos. But it's like, I just feel like I always have to touch it. Like yeah. I, I just cannot let go for some reason. And I think it's because I literally started, also I was watching YouTube for years. I started w editing my videos by myself. Like I just can't imagine like this is the final cut and I didn't touch it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I just feel like I always have to do it. I mean, I hope that one day I can find an editor that just like edits it 100%. I don't even have to think about it. I just watch it. It's like, wow, this is amazing. What's something that you wish that you knew when you first got started that you now know? Honestly, I feel like the beliefs that you have about yourself don't go away unless you actively work on getting rid of those thoughts. Like what kind of beliefs? So like kind of like how I didn't feel like I was kind of like the imposter syndrome, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I thought like the the more subscribers I got, like it would go away. You thought you'd feel better about yourself. Yeah, I thought I'd feel better about myself, but no, I just continued to like feel stressed and like think, mm -hmm. oh my God, like, oh, I don't deserve to be here. I don't, I'm not supposed to do this, you know? Um, until I had to really just sit down with myself and say, girl, you're here for a reason. You have to remember that. And the constant reminder of telling myself that made me realize, okay, yeah, okay. Maybe I do belong here. Yeah, I feel like it almost goes hand in hand that the more, the more success that you receive uh, exacerbates any other issues that you already yeah, have going on. Yeah, I think on. it honestly makes it worse. It does, and yeah. you think that the success is going to make those feelings go, go away, away. Mm -hmm. you think, well, and, and that's that's an issue too, is like when you feel these negative feelings, when you don't feel okay, and you're constantly looking at an outside source of something to make you happy, you're like, oh, yeah. when, once I accomplish that, then I'll be happy. That'll yeah. make this feeling go away. The outside thing never makes the inside thing Ever. Feel you Ever. have to, no matter what, as much as you're hitting all these outside goals, that feeling will still be there. Yeah. And it'll actually feel worse. Yeah. Because the expectation was for it to have mm -hmm. been gone by that moment. And then also, honestly, I feel like the more successful you get, it's harder to even explain to people. Cause it's like- and You feel more disconnected too. Yes, because then you're complaining about Yeah, like, I'll be complaining. It's like, girl, what? <laughs> like, you have 3 million. What, what are you talking about right now? Yeah. And so and that's it's dollars like, or subscribers? Oh. <laughs> dollars, right? Subscribers, Dollars guys. in your hand. <laughs> you're like, I see, you have $3 million in cash right in front of you. Subscribers, subscribers. <laughs> no, but like, it was just harder to explain to people. And like, yeah, I had to just get in tune with myself. In a sense, do you feel like you are creating content for you that you would have liked to have watched yourself when yeah, you were younger? Exactly, yeah. And I think that's why even with the rating TikTok and order apologies, it's like I wanted it to be like free and comedic. Like that's the type type of content I like, you know, consuming. Um, growing up, I just liked funny things, things that would put me in a good mood. Like when I would come back from school, I'm looking forward to like my YouTubers video, you know? Something that's gonna make me laugh. And like that's just kind of how I feel when it comes to my content. Like I want people to come back from school or come back from wherever or work and put on my videos and smile mm -hmm. or laugh. You know? Do you feel like your younger self would watch what you do now and be proud of yourself? Oh, so proud. <laughs> <laughs> so proud. Like, it's so crazy. Why I don't, do don't want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you think that you would be proud of yourself now? I just feel like... I think my younger self didn't think that she had the courage to like endure like feeling like a failure to my parents and stuff. Ew, oh my God, I'm about to cry. <laughs> this is not, <laughs> this is not the time. Oh my God. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to put you there. Yeah. <laughs>
<sighs> Are you gonna skip that one? Um, no, I can do it, but I just need the tears to go back. Please. Hold in those emotions. Never let the world see see your emotions. Yeah, I think my younger self couldn't imagine like feeling like a failure to my parents, and like. Obviously, me deciding not to do medical school and stuff, I think in the moment, I felt like a failure. Like, dang, like, I, I probably would have been a good doctor, I think, you know? But it's like, that's not what I want to do deep down and stuff. So I think my younger self would definitely be super, super proud. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, on, I'm here right now. So, oh. We got the dump truck crew coming through. Yeah. They like to hang out, drive back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Hit. Yeah. They like to see if they could get up to thirty miles an hour, then they oh hit the brakes gosh. really hard. They like to just it's just part That's of the it. worst. Yeah. And in case you didn't already know, we just launched a new series on this channel called Assumptions. We've already got two episodes out so far. We got trans athletes and asexuals. And this new show is being produced by Nicole here, who has been working to help me produce I Spent a Day With for a while now. Can you tell us a little bit about this new show, Assumptions? Basically, instead of having Anthony interview these guests individually, we're having three of them sit down with each other at a table and just talk about assumptions that people have about them. Yeah, debunk that shit. Debunking it, yes. So Asexuals just came out. It's really hilarious. If you haven't watched it, go watch it right now. It might be funny, but it's also so deep. Yeah, so at first weird. you'll laugh, but then you'll like be like, oh, why did I assume that? Yeah. You know? I'll cry. I know I did. Anthony cried a lot during asexuals. Just, he thought, how could no one have any sex? Yeah. <laughs> he was so I was like, sad. that's the best thing on the planet. Yeah. That's why, <laughs> that's why I exist. Yeah, that's so real. But I learned it's not all that. And you should too. <laughs> <laughs>